0: Father, for your heavenly touch, your love, your care, your kindness, your goodness. Thank you so much that you have sent your spirit to set us free. And we need to hear from him today, as each day. And thank you so much that you took the initiative to come to be with us, and to bring us into relation. Thank you, Sarah. So much. appreciate that. uh, Good to see you again. Glad you're here to bring the Lord. Happy Happy 2022, or we're going to call it 2022. All right? Because that's what we want to have happen this year. We uh, want to get back, as our theme is, get back to it. The things that we need to do. Or we could even put it this way. Just continue doing what you need to do. God's speaking to you. He's got things he wants for you. So uh, keep after it and go. So I have a little aerobic exercise to start off today. So if you would be so kind as to lift your left foot off the ground. You don't have to lift it too high. I don't want to get you you know, too far here. Okay, so I just want to tell you this, that uh, now you've got this year off to uh, the right start. Have your right foot on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. You're off to a right start this week. Oh, that didn't work very well. Uh, oh, it's just this. Oh, I messed it up. It's off to a right foot. You got on the right foot. Oh my goodness. Oh. Yeah, now it's funny. Well, it works if you say the right words. <laughs> it's off to the right foot you're on the right foot. Oh, boy. Anyway, we'll try that better in the second service. You want to see if it works better in the second service, Come, just stay around for a few minutes, all right? Okay, so I got a little bit more humor. Let's see if we can get this this going here. I thought this was pretty good. (laughs) Oh, man. That's not much better than the first one. Okay, how about this one? How about this one? Let's go with this one. That's better, right? Yeah, good. We got taken got taken care of those things. We don't have to worry about that. Okay, so maybe you've seen this one too. This this has been around for a while, but it's a good, just a good reminder. a minute, and I think that I really need your help then, right? <laughs> well, maybe you felt that way yesterday and today, but uh, we certainly do need his help, and uh, we usually do fairly good just laying in bed, maybe, maybe not, huh? But uh, anyway, just kind of get us warmed up a little bit here this morning, I do want to tell you this, I want to give you a lot of thanks today, a little humor, yeah, that wasn't very much, was it? <laughs> But I just want to give a lot of thanks today. I want to thank all of you for your serve, being a part of the team, uh, your giving, your being a part of our groups, sharing together in Sunday school and small groups for your leadership and greeters, security, safety team, with the youth, with our Iwana clubs, uh, cleaning, all the different things you do. I just want to say thank you so much for that. I'm grateful for how you invest in being a part of our team, to the worship team, the sound, sound tech team. Thank you so much. I mean, Jackson comes in from South Korea and he says, texts me and says, Hey, how can I serve on Sunday? That's, that's called being Jesus, right? And I, I don't know if you guys saw it. Maybe you saw it. And, um, I don't know if they posted it on Facebook. But he, his mom did not know he was coming to his brother's wedding on Thursday. And he walked in and totally surprised her. It is so, so exciting. So Jackson, thank you so much for that. To all of you, thank you so much for all the different ways you serve and you're a part of the team. We invite you to come. If you're not a part of those teams, we invite you to come. We invite you to get back to it if you need to do that. We invite you to continue to do it and be a part of it. But thank you so much for all you do for that. And we're looking forward to going forward and getting back to it in 2022. All right? Our biggest task this week was to figure out how to write 2022 (laughs) so that it makes sense. I think we maybe got it down right now, so we're gonna keep working on that, all right? So as we uh, start this year and as we finish the last year, going through the Advent Conspiracy, I I wanna keep the principles of the Advent Conspiracy before us through this year because they make sense those four tenets, those four principles that we worked on as we went through there, that that we need to worship Jesus Christ more fully. Not just Advent season, right, the 25 days of Christmas, but all year long, we need to worship Him more fully and see what He wants to do in our lives as He comes alongside, and as it said, that video that we showed earlier, keep Jesus in the center of all your resolutions, of all your goals. We want to spend less. It's an invitation to push back well, that's forward. Push back. Push back. Push. Push out. I don't know. Push back against the, the overconsumption in our culture and in our society. And not just at Christmas time, but but all the time that we face that and we struggle with it. And that we would we would be able to say no to the lure of tempting ads and sales through the year. Just because we think we have to have no, we want to make sure we honor God in our Giving or in our spending, and then we want to give more—not just—not just financially, but but more of ourselves to people and to caring for them. It's going to be exciting to see how God uses us in twenty twenty two, as we get involved in people's lives, as we care for them, as we, we minister to them, as we serve them. It's going to be exciting to be a part of that, and then also to to love all. You see that the Christmas story, the story of Christ's coming, the incarnation. His heavenly touch and his presence with us can still change the world. It can still change people's lives as we involve ourselves in them. The people that are around us in our sphere of influence and the people that are out there around the world can be changed. So when, when, you, when you pass away, what do you want people to say about you at your memorial service? What do you want your kids and your grandkids to remember about you? the years that come by. What do you want them to know about you now to remember about you to be involved in your life now? I, I hope it's bigger than, well, you know, he loved to go to Cripple Creek. He loved the Broncos. Uh, he was a good person. I mean I see that. I read through the obituaries every. I see that constantly and I don't want to be known for that. I want to be known for this and you probably want to be known for this. Living for Jesus, loving people—it's our motto. Make disciples, and what? Change the world. That's what I want to be known for. That's what you want to be known for. That's why you're here. That's what's important—that Jesus is in the center of our lives, and it's making a difference in people's lives, the people that are around us. We want that legacy to go forward. That—that's what people remember about us. You see 2 Corinthians 5:20 said therefore we are ambassadors. We are ambassadors for Christ, making his appeal known through him. The clear teaching of scripture is that we're being sent into this broken world to both tell the story of Christmas of Christ coming but also to live it out. I think in school they call that show and tell. That's what we're to do with Jesus. We're to show the world His His love and His care and His compassion, and then we're to tell them about what Jesus has done for us and what He's done for them in His incarnation, in His coming, in His resurrection, in His ascension, and all the things that He's done for us, that He sent His Spirit to set us free, as the song tells us. You see that in the incarnation, as we said, and when Jesus came, He put on skin, And he moved into the neighborhood. But you know this? God is still moving into the neighborhood. He's still moving into the neighborhood. He's still involved in the world. And he's involved through you and me, Christians with skin. You and me. I came across this picture and this quote this this year or this week. Uh, This is John Stemkowski on your left. He's the head of Celebrant Singers. Travel all over the world, and they minister, and and uh, they've sung here before. Uh, John was not here, but but their group sings here. And to Mother Teresa, we must be his hands and feet. She said to him, "You by singing and sharing God's love, and we by taking care of the dying and the lepers. Let God do it through you." That's show and tell. We are his hands and feet. However we do it, whatever our gift is, whatever our talent is, whatever it is, they're singing. The love they give out that way, they through the ministry that they had there at at the home that they had. But we wanna let God use us in a powerful way because God's still moving in in the neighborhood through us, Christians with skin on to be able to minister and be his hands and feet. What if we, this, this year, what if we resisted this temptation toward more, 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 more stuff and we said, I want more, more, more of Jesus. What if we could resist that temptation? Because it's out there. It's all around us. But we would say, no, that, that's, that's not for me. What's for me is Jesus. I want Jesus. As my late brother-in-law said, I want to want what you want, Lord. Let my desires be yours. He I want to want what you want, Lord. Let your desires be mine to resist that which pulls and shoves and and is in our face and be able to say, Jesus, I want you more than anything else. I I want your divine presence. I want your heavenly touch in my lives. Dan Hart of the Family Research Council wrote these words that I read this week. Although it is tempting to get caught up in the present buying frenzy, Christmas gifts over the Christmas season or the year, the best things we can give come from giving of ourselves. Reach out, right to somebody. Be friendly, start conversations with people. Walk your neighborhood and get to know the people. Go through your closets and give stuff away. Make a meal or start a meal train for someone in need. Consider serving in prison ministry. Pray for one another. Interesting that as we study the Advent Conspiracy and we talk about giving more, it's not just financially, it's of ourselves, relationship. How did we give those gifts that say, I'm a part of your life. This is my present, but my presence is more important than that. And he says, the important thing is, the important thing is, we need to give more of ourselves. How can your family, how can my family unite to meet the needs of people around us? How can we as majestic, how can we unite to meet the needs of people around us? Even this morning I was asked by someone, what are we going to do for all the people up in Boulder and Superior and Louisville? We're working on that. What can we do? How can we be involved in their lives? Maybe you know somebody. I know somebody who lost their home. You probably know somebody who lost their home. What can we do to to benefit them? What can we still do to Kentucky and Tennessee to benefit them and be a part of it? I know our, our disaster relief team will be on the ground, Colorado Baptist Disaster Relief Team. They've already called out the feeding unit to be able to feed people and to help them. How can we be involved in that? How can we be involved in caring for them? How can we as Pueblo West churches, how can we unite to make a difference in the world, in our community, but also in the world, how can we do that to to resist this this temptation of consumption and have, exhibit and give out compassion? Because that's what we need to do. We want to continue this adventure that goes through this. It's not just a Christmas thing. The, the Advent. It's not. This is a lifestyle that we want. To make it part of our lives, to, to take some of the money for that we would spend on stuff, and and for us to to give it to something that will really last. What does Jesus say in in in, in Matthew chapter six? He says, "Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, not those things that rot, ra- that rust, and moth, and and and, and 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 pass away, right? But but lay up for yourselves treasures and Give to those things that have lasting value." And hopefully you had the chance to do that over the Christmas season and you'll have the chance to do it this year as a part of your life. But more than that just our, ourselves, how are we going to give ourselves to be able to lay up treasures in heaven around people caring for them, making a difference in their lives? When we meet the physical and spiritual needs of people, we will be laying up treasures in heaven. You've probably heard it said. I don't know if it, uh, uh, I don't know who said it, but he said this. You can't take it with you, but you can send it on ahead when you're talking about your money. You can't take it with you, but you can send it on ahead. You've, you've heard it said, you, you've you never seen a hearse pulling a U-Haul, right? Well, I have. I've got to be honest. I did in Denver one day. I did see a hearse pulling a U-Haul, okay? So that's not true. But what they're saying is you can't take it with you. When you die, I mean, you can put it in your casket. You can burn it up with you, but you're not going anywhere with it. But if you give, and you give of yourself, you can lay up treasure for heaven. You can send it on ahead, and it's worth doing. It's worth being a part of what God wants to do as we meet the physical and spiritual needs of people around us. Just this week, I was reading through the Denver Post. I looked through it every two, three, four days, just to see different things that are happening. Here's what Dear Amy said. You know, she writes one of those columns, Dear Abby, Dear Amy. Or whoever writes, you know, whoever writes those columns. Here's what she said: I hadn't I, I would doubt that she's a Christian, but she's thinking like a Christian. Listen to this: those of us who are lucky enough to have enough should give away as much as we can. I mean, even the world says that. That's what Jesus tells us. It's not ours, right? We're only stewards. We're only managers if we're lucky enough, maybe we put it in Christian terms, if we're blessed enough to have much and we have much, we should give away as much as we can to benefit people and to care for them and to love, not just our finances, but ourselves in people's lives. I encouraged you during this Advent conspiracy to to put these principles in practice, to worship fully, to spend less, to give more, and to love all. And I asked you last week to write down what you've done in practical ways to be able to apply this. Got some really, really good responses. I'll read them to you. First, I gave blankets, clothes that I don't need to the Afghan refugees. Those, those all went down to the Houston area daughter and son-in-law took those down. She said, I also needed knitted. I also a knitted and crocheted items I made to sell, but were never, ever used. Yeah. Number two, somebody wrote, said, we gave money for Bibles via Compassion International. We gave money to local ministries and we're being more mindful. Yeah. How we spent less gave more a third. We gave money to missions we gave money to the Kentucky Baptist Tornado Relief, and we gave even more money to various Christian charities and ministries. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's the point. They're getting it. Four, we just got a good pair of shoes for each other and pots and pans for the household. We gave X amount of dollars to Samaritan's Purse. We gave X amount of dollars and X amount of dollars per month to one of our missionaries and few other money love gifts. All over and above our regular giving. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Praying about doing more and we will plan on it. Love, it. Love this emphasis which must be outside our doors. We will do better. Yeah, got it. Five, we were inspired this Christmas to reflect on how much we have and to consider giving something that we value to someone else because of the Advent Conspiracy Series. I felt a strong tug on my heart to take a work bonus that I had plans for and give it to somebody. I've been praying for God to challenge us in this way, and we submitted to his call. We're so happy to make giving a priority. This individual told me that after they made that decision, it was amazing what things broke down in their house. (laughs) I mean, just like God, you know, to check us out. Okay, did you really mean it? I'm going to take care of you. You gave it away, but I'm going to take care of you. I guarantee I will take care of you. Six, Advent Conspiracy. Gave to Compassion International Christmas gift in Waterwell. Yes, yes. Seven, I didn't get a card filled out Sunday, but I thought I'd share with you what we did for gifts this year. One, Salvation Army, Public Salvation Army, Meals for the Hungry. Two, Prison Fellowship, Angel Tree, Gifts for the Children of Prisoners. Three, the St. Joseph. Indian children, gifts for children in South Dakota. After your message on Sunday, I'm planning to change our giving more next Christmas. Instead of grumbling about the grandkids frequently not even acknowledging the gift of money we send, (laughs) we plan to buy chickens, goats, rabbits, or sewing machines and give them the literature of where their gift blessed them in need. The Advent conspiracy continues. Nameless, praise only to Jesus. Now, I'm guessing that others of you did things like that too. You just didn't write them down. And I want to say to you too, may you be blessed. May you be blessed. The whole point of this is to get us thinking past what we've done in the past and what the culture says we need to do and to say, this is what we should do. Jesus says, this is how we should live. This is how we should minister. And it's not just in giving your finances. It's a giving of us. Your talents. Your gifts that God has given to you, your abilities, your experience, your personality, those are things that we want to give away to. Our presence is the best present we can give to people. And I remind you this. You can do any of these things anytime during the year. It doesn't have to be Christmas to buy pigs and goats, and give to Salvation Army, and to, to give to Compassion International, and support a kid, right? It can happen all year long. And that's why I'm trying to raise our awareness to that to get us to think outside ourselves. And, and, and many of you do it. I understand that. But how can we do it even more? As one person says, I want to do more. I want to care for people better than what I've done in the past. I want my presence to continue to be the present to people and to care for them. And it can happen Sunday morning right here just by being concerned about people and caring for them. Noticing their need, noticing maybe that, that little fallen face, that crestfallen face that says, Something's not right. And you and you respond and you you go and you say, So, how can I pray for you? Something's up. I can I can see it. How can I be a part of your life? And then then you follow up with that during the week. You text them during the week, how are you doing? I'll let you know I've been praying way to give ourselves away to give more to me to come to church with an agenda i need to reach these people god has showed me i need to care for them and i want to be a part of their life today not just make it here we're so glad you made it today but when you come with an agenda because god has spoken to you about i need to get into that person's life and care for them and extend a compassion to them Imagine what can happen just even here. Going to Sunday school class or being a part of each other's lives. You need to be a part of that because you need to be cared for and you need to care for others. God has called you to that. He's called me to that. We provide the opportunity. We prayed the provide the platform so that you can be a part of it. But bless you. Bless you all of you who, who reached out who took the challenge of the Advent conspiracy to meet the needs of people. God is going to bless that. Keep after it. Keep after what God is speaking to you about and growing forward. Tom Rainer says this. He had headed up our Lifeway publishing deal and he's a consultant now. He talked about creative redundancy. In other words, being creative at how we keep saying this is what we need to do. Uh, You may have heard it uh, said, I heard it about about um, 1993. uh, Peter Lord uh, from Titusville, Florida said, keep the main thing the main thing. Keep Jesus the main thing is what he's saying, right? And if we keep Jesus the main thing, we're going to keep the main things the main things. We're going to concentrate on what he wants us to do. But keep the main thing the main thing. Keep Jesus where he needs to be in our life. And I think, I think these four tenets of the Advent conspiracy, they would make, as I said earlier, they would make great points for your personal development plan. Worship fully. What does God want you to do? What does God want me to do? To worship him more fully. You ever heard this on TV? Survey says, family Feud. Survey says, right, I can't speak like Paul Harvey, I'm nearly as good looking as him, and I don't have nearly as nice suits as what Steve Harvey has, but survey says, recent survey, only one in six Christians read their Bible fairly regularly during the week, 50% of Christians read their Bible less than two times a year. than two times a year. Yeah, that's what the survey says. Maybe for you, how will you worship Him fully? By by reading the Word more. Making it a part of your life. Listen, if you didn't read it all last week and you read it one time this next week, you got a good start. It's a great start. going to worship it? How am I going to worship it more fully this year? I'm trying to think through that for me. I ordered a chronological Bible just a few days ago because I want to read through the Bible that way this year. I've been reading through my one-year Bible since 2006. I've done it every year. And I want to read it in a different way this year. I think it's going to be hard because I like my one-year Bible. <laughs> it's got notes in it, remembering this and that, but, but I want to do it differently this year because I want to worship it more fully. Are you going to do? What's God speaking to you about? You know, you're two days in, right? Is this January 2nd? Is this January 2nd? Okay, good. Just want to make sure you're here with me. You know, hopefully you're hopefully you're on track for already your goals, right? And if you're not, guess what? You're only one day removed from getting back on them today. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Worship and more fun Take time in the Word. Add to your prayer life. Come join us on Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, or Saturday. Come pray with us. Pray for the needs of this body. Come and join us in it. How can I spend less this year? How can, I, how can I maybe get out of debt? Maybe live on a budget. Be a part of Financial Peace University. Do those things that will help me in that area to be the best steward I can be? How can I give more? How can I give more of my presence, my time, my talents, and my treasures? How can I love all? How can I I reach out to somebody I might not necessarily want to reach out to? And, or maybe how could I, I could start reaching the people of the world by praying for them? Maybe get Operation World has all the countries of the world, and you could pray through that every day. You could pray for the IMB missionaries. We gave that to you a few weeks ago. Pray for those missionaries as I did today to share together with them and be a part of their lives through prayer. To practice the Advent conspiracy principles, those four principles, we're going to have to counter the culture. We have to remind ourselves that we are not of this world, right? We are not of this world. Our home is not in this sinful world. It's in heaven. It's with him. Romans 12, 2, you know this verse well. Say it with me if you would. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of we all love the J.B. Phillips translation. that came out, what, late 50s, early 60s. Don't let the world squeeze you into its mold. That is so good. Don't let the world squeeze you into This is what the world says because it's controlled by Satan. This is what Jesus says. This is how I want you to live. Don't be conformed to that. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. What God has for you to do through his word and through his spirit who speaks to us who came to set us free. We have to counter the culture because the culture wants to draw us and squeeze us into its mold. You feel it, you know it all around you. Maybe maybe this illustration might picture it well for you. It's kind of dangerous. It'll be really dangerous showing this at the 11 o'clock service. Every time I see a Carl's Jr. commercial, I see those burgers and I go, that really looks good. feed your happy. That's the world. I say it should be feed the hungry. The world wants to squeeze you into its mold. Feed your happy. Make yourself happy. Have a heart attack with the triple burger, right? And Jesus says, no, this is what I want you to do. Feed the hungry. That's what The cup of cold water given in my name, you will be blessed. You've done it unto me. The meal provided for that person who needs food, you have done it unto me. The water well that you could dig that somebody gave to in the Advent the water well is going to be something that is done in the name of Jesus. What we can do for the the victims of the boulder fire, what we can do for the tornadoes of the Kentucky and Tennessee, what we can do for them. It's given in his name. We have to counter the culture and seek to honor him. You see, this, this 2020 do conspiracy movement, let's take it out of Advent. Let's take it out of Advent. This conspiracy, this working together matters because, listen, God was generous to us gave us Jesus. And Jesus was generous to us. He came and put, in, put on skin and moved into our neighborhood. And we will be blessed. We're commanded to be generous. And we will be blessed generously by the Father if we are generous. And we'll have great personal satisfaction by being generous. I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure you know the really good feeling you get when you're greedy. Doesn't it just feel so good when you close your hands and you say, it's mine. Oh, that just warms my heart. It doesn't. But you know the feeling experience your blessing, your favor. I'll lay up treasures in heaven as I'm generous with myself, as I'm generous with my finances. If I will do those things, you will be honored. What does it say Second 2 Corinthians chapter 9? Whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly. But whoever reaps bountifully, sows bountifully, reaps generously, will reap Bountifully. God loves a cheerful giver, so give it all you got. My friend said years ago. I had somebody check me up on that last week? They asked if they heard them, heard me them being cheerful when they gave their offering last week in the bucket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you go by that bucket, give out a big thank you, Lord. It's fine because God loves a cheerful giver, the heart that says, "This is yours, Lord." The heart, the heart that says, I'm giving you, Jesus, to these people through my presence. I want to be a part of love. I want to demonstrate you, I want to show and tell you because my presence is going to be my gift to them. God loves a cheerful giver. Has anybody ever heard you should give with a dump truck rather than a teaspoon? <laughs> Seems like some pastor guy always says that about five times a year. Why? Why? Because Jesus says with the measure you give it out, it's the measure you're going to get it back. We don't do it to get it back, but that's what he does for us in his kindness. When we give generously of all that we have, our time, our talents, and our treasures, that's how he gives back to us. <sighs> the movement matters because we'll make disciples and change the world by being generous. What a joy it will be to meet people in heaven that experienced God's love and met Christ. Through NBC's financing a water well in Mozambique years ago through BBS. There's going to be people in Jesus because we did that. Or building a house or church for them in what is? Palomas, Madeira. Every year we go and we build that house or we build that church. We already have a plan for next year to build a house for one of the pastors there near the area that we've worked in before. There are going to be people who have come to Christ because we went and you gave, you made that possible. There are going to be people in Christ because you gave out mattresses and pillows in Denver. The youth mission trip, all that they've done up there to care for people and to love with them, love and action. The ministry's in Denver. There's going to be people in Jesus because of that. People in heaven because of that. We there are people that will be in heaven because we fixed a fence in Pueblo West and our first be the church. Somebody came to Jesus because we fixed defense. Yes. Yeah. There's going to be people who come to heaven because you give to the Lottie Moon, IMB offering, and to the other offerings to help our missionaries. There are going to be people in heaven. How great it's going to be able to be able to rejoice with them, people from every tribe, language, nation, and people, as it says in Revelation. Listen, and you're not crazy for being countercultural, friends. <laughs> We're not crazy for being countercultural. We're just being obedient to Christ's command in Mark 12 to what? As I think... I think in the children's sermon, we got this last week, I think, didn't we, Miss Alicia? To love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to do what? Love your neighbor as yourself. That's, that's what God calls us to. To not be like the world, says, take care of yourself, feed your hungry. God calls us to love your neighbor self, yourself, feed the hungry. I did here. So as you stretch and obey the great commandment, it's called the great commandment, love God with your all, love other neighbors yourself. Please keep telling me and us your stories. We want to keep sharing because when you share your stories, it encourages me. It helps me to do that which I should do. And it's just a good way to practice Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good deeds. We're called to do that. We're called to think about that. How am I stirring you up to love and good deeds? How are you stirring me up to love and good deeds? That's what we do together. Beautiful. We want to stimulate, we want to consider how we can stir up one another to love and good deeds. read this illustration a couple years ago, or a couple weeks ago, it is moving to me. Here's what it says from Baptist Press on December 22nd: When a small, poor Nigerian church—get it—Nigerian church—heard about the devastation of the December 11th tornadoes in Kentucky, they were filled with compassion and a desire to help. But as the size of their hearts were nearly unmeasurable, their pockets were empty. Well, almost empty. Members of the Iglesia Gonomi, however they say that, translated as Grace Church, managed to scrape together the equivalent of $100 and send their humble gift to one of the wealthiest countries in the world. They wanted to weep with those who weep and help as much as they could, said Mark Phillips, an elder at the church. Our church members are acquainted with grief, pain, and loss, as those are the norm in the poorest place on earth. Phillips, Mark Phillips, is an International Mission Board missionary. We support him by our giving. He's been West Africa for 15 years. He said that other than his family and one other church member who makes $100 a month, most of the 25-member congregation live on less than $3 a day. Phillips said, to to say this is sacrificial giving isn't strong enough. These people are poor, like unbelievably poor. On the receiving end of the gift was Living Hope Baptist Church. That's where Mark Phillips is from. That church sent him out as a missionary. It's located in Bowling Green, where 17 people died, not of their church, but in the community, and numerous homes and businesses were destroyed by tornadoes. Now listen, listen to what Living Hope did. Living Hope, which suffered no structural damage, the church itself, immediately mobilized more than 300 of its members to cut down trees and remove storm debris on the morning after the storm. Since then, the church has organized the volunteer efforts of disaster relief teams from multiple states, organizations, and denominations. One of the pastors of the church said this, that just about anything the church can do, they are doing, from coordinating heavy equipment to feeding people, They're helping displaced families find housing and operating a resource center with donated clothing and other items. The church also has a page on its website where people can give to families in Warren County who are affected by the tornadoes. People in Nigeria gave $100 to help a church in America. That's the ad conspiracy. And yet that church is doing what they can do for their community. May that be true of us. May that be true of us. You see, I read this this week. God often sends vertical help through horizontal means. That's you and me. That's what he's saying. God sends his help through horizontal means, you and me, hands and feet of Jesus Christ right? And isn't that what he did in the Incarnation? He sent vertical help through horizontal means. Jesus put on skin and moved into our neighborhood. God was generous to us. Jesus was generous to us. And he calls us to the same. To show to to be his ambassadors to the world around us that doesn't know him. Many of them don't care, but he sends us to provide vertical help. And isn't that a picture of what we celebrate in the Lord's Supper? God sending vertical help through horizontal means. His generosity. So as we prepare ourselves to take the bread and to take the juice, let me just take a moment and speak to God and let God speak to you about how to apply what we've talked about in the Advent Conspiracy and the 2022 Conspiracy. Take just a moment to do that before we open up and we take the elements. Father in heaven, thank you so much for loving us enough to send your son Jesus. And Jesus, thank you for loving us enough to say yes. I will obey. I will go. I will put on skin. I'll move into the neighborhood. I'll be the, the vertical help my life, my death, and my life again. Father, show us how to give more of ourselves, our presence, and then our presence that we give, our money, our time, our talents, our treasures. Let our giving Of ourself and our finances. Help it to pinch us a little bit. We who are lucky enough to have so much, really, just to say we're blessed, to have so much to give away as much as we can. To help those who really have need and help those see Jesus. And give us open hands open hearts just as you had toward us. We thank you that you gave yourself your body on our behalf. Literally your hands hurt and your feet hurt and your side hurt and your head hurt from all the suffering physical suffering You did for us, but more than that, how your heart hurt as you bore our sin in your body on the tree, so that through belief we could become the righteousness of God. So, as we take the bread, you said to do this in remembrance of you, all you've done for us. claim your death until you come by taking and eating this bread this day this eat together. We thank you so much for your blood that was shed for us. Again, we didn't deserve you We didn't deserve the sacrifice you made on our behalf, but you were generous toward us. You provided vertical help, a way to be with the Father, to have relationship with the Father by belief in your death, burial, resurrection on our behalf. Thank you for the forgiveness of sin that comes through the shedding of blood and through our belief You have done this for us. We say yes to you. And we do this in remembrance of you this dream together. It is a privilege to be a part of your family. Thank you for each person who's come this morning. We want to worship you fully more fully this year. We want to be better stewards. We want to give more of ourselves. And we want to love as you love the world. Use us in powerful ways with open hands and open hearts.